Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Unlock your story. Learn more at calu.edu. That's calu.edu. Hey, this is Ryan Shazier. This is Ike Taylor. This is James Washington. And you can catch us on ColorCast. ColorCast is the first of its kind social sports talk app where Steelers fans can tune in and listen to legends and diehards talk about the game as it happens or request a mic and voice their own opinions. ColorCast is giving away a pair of Steelers tickets for every home game. For real, download the ColorCast app, request a mic, and give your hottest Steelers take. This is the future of sports commentary. So download the ColorCast app right now in the Apple App Store. We build our lives piece by piece, and a great bank helps them take shape. When life has you on the run, bank quickly on the go. Spot your dream home? We'll help make sure you move in. When you're ready to turn your passion into a business, we'll help you pivot. No matter where you are, Northwest fits right in. With easy-to-use tech and down-to-earth conversation, we'll help you get there one piece at a time. Northwest Bank, increasing the value of you. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You've trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Headaches, nausea, ringing of the ears? Excella Health reminds players, coaches, and parents that sports-related concussions in young athletes has increased 200% over the last decade. Ignoring the symptoms of possible head injury can lead to a lifetime of problems. The pressure to stay in the game can be overwhelming. Even a ding or a mild bump to the head can be serious. Play it safe when it comes to concussion. To learn more about concussion, visit excellahealth.org. Search concussion care. It's time to relax, and you deserve it. Get a free 30-minute massage when you buy an hour. Visit centraloutreach.com to schedule your appointment. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, as we are usually on Wednesdays, we're about to be joined by Bob Labriola, editor of Steelers Digest. Looking here at a thing uh, from Seth Walter. It says, win rates at guard. It's one of those charts that I have no idea what I'm looking at when I mm-hmm. read them. Uh, but it's showing uh, it's all, obviously all the right guards in the league, their win rate. All the right guards in the league. All okay. the right guards, okay. not the not the antiperspirant, the okay. actual right yeah, guards. Yeah. And it shows uh, Trey Turner right in the middle, 
Hmm. Okay. Of that. I think he's kind of solidified himself the last month or so. Yeah. A lot of guys worse than him on the bottom, from him down on that list. A lot of guys above him. I don't, again, I don't know how to read these things. <laughs> one guy who is smarter than me, I know this, is Bob Labriola. How you doing, Bob? I may be smarter than you, but I don't know how to read those things either. <laughs> Bob, uh, First of all, I hope uh, everything uh, went okay for you in a bye week. You, you survived and uh, um, got through everything. Little R and R, little R and R there. Um, did you watch the Bengals and Ravens on Sunday? And what were your thoughts on that particular game? If you did, uh, yeah, I watched it. I watched it all, um, and um, you know, it's one of those good news, bad news things. You know, the Ravens aren't as good as we thought, and the Bengals are a lot better than we thought. So, um, you know, I, I, I mean, really, the Bengals, you know, I, and, Dale, we've talked about this a lot. There's a certain way you have to go to play the Ravens, uh, especially in Baltimore, and the Bengals were up to the task. They did not shy away. They did not flinch. You have to be physical. You have to match them uh, sucker punch for sucker punch, and the Bengals did that. And, you know, Joe Burrow is looking to me like the real deal. And whatever Jamar Chase uh, did between dropping passes in the preseason and making huge plays uh, in early, or excuse me, in mid to late October, um, you know, I wish we could bottle some of that and pass it around the wide receiver room uh, at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. Um, so, uh, you know, like I said, Good news, bad news. Yeah, Labs, I haven't been super complimentary of Coach Taylor during most of his time in, in Cincinnati, but I think that team, and this should scare Steeler fans for a long time, have really taken on Joe Burrow's personality. Yeah, I mean, he is, um, you know, he's the real deal. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can't even um, – begin to guess where he would be had he not missed, what he missed, nine weeks last year with right. that after get, getting his knee um, blown apart. And, um, you know, th- this guy is just, um, you know, Joe Cool, so to speak. Um, he doesn't he doesn't seem to get rattled. Even playing behind, you know, an offensive line is definitely not the seven blocks of granite. And, um, you know, he just seems to me to be someone who is in command and also someone who does not, um, I don't know, show any fear or, you know, give out any kind of negative vibes uh, that the rest of his uh, offensive uh, teammates or certainly any of his teammates, you know, might pick up on and start to wonder – you know, can the most important guy on our team, uh, does he not think we can win this game? Uh, he doesn't give out any of that. And so uh, that makes him a very dangerous player to all opponents. And I would imagine, you know, uh, especially for the Steelers, because, you know, the if, if the Bengals, and now it look, doesn't look like so much if, but when, you know, when the Bengals realize that they are capable of lining up and playing, you know, teams like the Steelers and the Ravens and having and not doing the Bengals things that the Bengals usually did when they would play those teams and lose. 
you know, you look at that game on Sunday, one penalty, one yeah. penalty, one turnover. Um, you know, the Bengals didn't do any of the flappy things that the Bengals used to do to beat themselves. And they put and, them away. I mean, they ended the right, game, you know, and they it was put without them a doubt. Away. And they put them away physically. Yeah. Uh, you know, they didn't run the ball very well, and then all of a sudden at the end they're gashing them for long touchdown runs. Um, and then, you know, Harbaugh quit with 6.59 left. Um, yeah, what did Tyler you know, Boyd have to say about that? <laughs> um, I, didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't catch his uh, post game. Um, but, I mean, you know, those, those again, as, as a Steelers fan, those things, you know, should make you nervous. They certainly make me nervous. Uh, and so, you know, if, if the Bengals are a franchise that has spent a lot of time in April and May, you know, at the top of the draft board. And it looks like they're starting to, you know, not pick a Keeley Smith anymore and Andre Smith and those yeah. kind of guys who uh, sabotage, you know, their their status. Yeah, they should never draft another draft. guy with a last name of Smith. <laughs> that should be a, that should <laughs> be a franchise rule. <laughs> no more Smiths. Uh, but, I mean, now they're starting to take advantage of that, that, that draft positioning year after year after year. And they're assembling, you know, uh, a quite a nice roster. So uh, that would be the bad news from the bye weekend, in my opinion. And, Labs, another thing they've done the last two off-seasons, which is very un-Bengals-like, as you know, they spent money in free agency and kind of built a defense. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not as up on the, the details uh, of, of how the Bengals acquired a lot of those players mm-hmm. on defense, but – um, they have some. They have a nice defense. It's not, you know. Again, um, it's except for the offensive line, which I think is a, you know, needs uh, a little bit of reinforcing. I don't really. I can't really point to an area and say they stink here. Yeah, yeah and you could always do that with the Bengals. You know, they stink here. They stink here. They're average here. I mean, they don't have that anymore. And um, you know, and, and and again, when you're in a position to draft. Uh, big-time playmakers in early first round, early second round, year after year, and you start hitting on those, you know, not doing the stupid stuff anymore, really makes you better quicker. Are they the, are they the best team in the AFC North right now? Um, you know, if I had to pick one, I, I'd pick them. You know, see, the, the, the next thing for the Bengals, and this is not an insignificant uh, hurdle to, for them to to get over either is uh, winning when you're supposed to win. You know they they weren't expected to go to Baltimore and do that, and so um, you know doing it is not as difficult yeah. as if you go there and you're the team with the target on your back. Yeah, the expectations now, have now risen. They play the Browns in I think two weeks. Hmm. The expectations for that game now will be oh, for yeah. them to, to beat the, the the Browns. I remember Labs was on with us two years ago or so, and everyone was blowing smoke up the Browns' butts, you know, and Labs really set everybody straight. Like, let's see how you handle three Monday night games and, you know, when everyone wants to see you and being on the road and Playing being a on winner. Playing on Christmas, it's that Cleveland was yeah, complaining right, about you know, this week. It's a different world. Or this well, year. Yeah, and, you know, and already I think that, you know, the Bengals have shown uh, a little bit of some wherewithal to handle, you know, their newfound status. You know, the week after – uh, they they were at Heinz Field and beat the Steelers uh, by two touchdowns. 
Uh, they had a game, a home game against Jacksonville, winless Jacksonville. Uh, you know, back in the old days, maybe the, the Bengals blow that game, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They went there and won. Um, so, uh, you know, they, they, um, they handled the Lions. You know, they're beating some of the teams they should beat, uh, and they're not really having letdowns after big victories. Now, again, you know, this is another week. Big win over the um, Ravens. Now they're at the Jets. You know, this well, that's is part of the problem is they're, they're not being tested after those big wins. You just mentioned they beat the Steelers. Now they play the Jaguars. They beat they beat mm-hmm. the Ravens. Now they play the Jets. Like, <laughs> And we've seen the whole AFC. But, Once somebody looks like they're the best team in the AFC, the next week it goes up terribly apart, wrong. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to stumble against the Jets. But, yeah, but, Dale, I think that that's a test for them as well. To a certain you know? degree. I, I don't think it's a game that they can lose, though. I mean, I, um, not with not with, you know – Slappy White at quarterback or whoever, whoever they're starting this week. Uh, I mean, um, I, I just don't possibly see how they could lose that game. Well, I mean, that's conventional wisdom. And that's the kind of slappiness that the Bengals were not above earlier. Yeah, they were uh, the and, definitions of slappies, obviously. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, they're starting to fill in a lot of the gaps in my mind, that make them dangerous now. More dangerous than, you know, just a team that um, picked early enough in enough drafts to have assembled a, you know, a nice roster that uh, certainly would draw attention during fantasy football drafts. But uh, also, you know, a roster that, um, you know, should scare some people. Did that game change your opinion of the Ravens? Yeah, as I say, that's the bad news. But how about the good news you mentioned, too, about Baltimore? I think they got some holes. Yeah, I, I, especially on defense. Yeah. Um, you know, their secondary is not very good, I don't think. Um, and, um, you know, they can't I, blitz um, like they maybe, want to. And maybe, yeah. maybe I'm maybe I'm the only one in America, but I still don't get the Lamar Jackson thing. I don't. If you keep that guy in the pocket and hit him when it is legal to hit him, which not enough teams do, um, he's not. MVP caliber week in and week out. I'm not saying he stinks. I'm not saying he's not, you know, a playoff uh, kind of quarterback. But he's not MVP uh, to me when, uh, because again, as I said earlier, you have to know how to play the Ravens. You cannot allow them. You cannot allow Lamar Jackson to just run around and step out of bounds when he wants. When he's a running a runner, you have to hit him and. Um, you know, again, uh, the Bengals did a great know. job I, of that too. They had a really good yes, pass rush did. plan. You know, they kept him contained while still pressuring him. That's hard to do. Yeah, it goes back to something I, that Matt and I have talked about a lot: the, the teams that have that play them more, more often. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. The Steelers, the, the Bengals, the Browns have a much better idea of how to attack him. I think he and, takes you by you surprise know, the first time you see him. When he's doing those read options, even when he's carrying out those fakes, he's a running back. 
Now, I'm not saying you go for his head or go for his knees or anything, but there's nothing wrong with popping him in the chest. Uh, you don't even have to put him on the ground. Um, but those are the kinds of things that you have to do with a guy like that. And teams that don't, you know, the Chargers, um, you end up getting spanked. The Steelers so, seem to do um, it more than any defense in the league, too. Like, I, I guarantee that the Steelers coach up against the, the Ravens Okay, if he's going to pitch it, still hit Lamar. You know, even if the running yeah. back has a big day. I mean, the Steelers do it more than anybody. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and, smart. You know, that's 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 the way you have to play that. And now you don't have to worry about the running back having a big day because <laughs> they never well, give him the ball. They and don't Le'Veon, have it. They got Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't have to worry about the running back having a big day. <laughs> uh, so, but but anyway, you know, uh, the Ravens are not. You know, it, let, let me put it this way. The Ravens may not be what we thought the Ravens were going to be, but they're not what a lot of us, me included, thought the Bengals were going to be either. That brings uh, us so, to, to this week's game, Bob. It, does that make this this week's game, Steelers versus Browns, that much more important? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's that much more important. It's always been important, in my opinion. Uh, you cannot allow uh, the Browns in my opinion, to uh, build upon what they did at Heinz Field in the wild card round last year. Because then they start thinking, you know, it's the 1980s again. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have that. So, to me, this was a, coming up was a significant game, uh, regardless uh, of what else was happening on, in, in the division. Uh, because, uh, again, uh, the Browns are starting to, you know, the, and let me let me say this first. The thing that makes the Browns scariest to me is they seem to finally have figured out how to hire a head coach. Um, I, I really have a lot of respect for Kevin Stefanski and how he is uh, handling that organization. And because you used to be able to count on, you know, Hugh Jackson and whoever, um, you know, just mucking it up mm-hmm. um, from, you know, soup to nuts. So, but you don't have that anymore, and so yeah, I think that you know going to Cleveland, and again, the Browns are kind of like in the same category, maybe not to the degree as the Ravens. You know, you cannot you cannot allow them to push you around on the lines of scrimmage. Uh, you just can't. Yeah, I did that series history, you know, and I hadn't realized just how streaky this series was. I mean, just owned by a specific team for a decade. You know, I mean, in, obviously in recent history, it's been the Steelers. And to your point, they can't let that streak continue where the Ravens or, or the, the Brownies start to control this matchup. And if they do, I think it's going to be all based on their running game. To me, the thing that scares me most about this game are the defensive tackles not named Cam Hayward defending the run. Well, or yeah, you can or you can expand it to every defensive lineman not named Cam Hayward. That's what I mean. I mean all the run. yeah, all, all the three hundred pounds because because um, you know I get the uh, the role that the inside linebackers have to play in run defense, but you know one of the things that struck me right away was when Joe Schober came to the Steelers. One of the things he said right away was how how much of a treat it was going to be playing behind this defensive line. Yeah. Now, I'd like to give him a little shot of sodium pentothal. Ask him to take that down. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, in all due respect 
to these guys. Uh, you know, Isaiah Loudermilk was, you know, he was supposed to be on the practice squad or something this year. Mm-hmm. This was not a guy who was going to be playing or expected to be playing or counted on to be playing as much as he is. Henry Mondo, I mean, again, all due respect. Um, but I mean, even warmly, he shouldn't be a starter. Right. You know. So, um, yeah, and, and now Carlos Davis on, on IR. Again, another guy who I think would um, be something of an upgrade over um, Loudermilk, um, Bugs, you know, in terms of, you know, as, as um, Dick LeBeau always used to say, being where you're supposed to be and seeing what you're supposed to see. Uh, because uh, B- uh, Bush and Schobert, yeah, they're getting pushed around, but, I mean, that's not the way the defense is drawn up. They're supposed to be uh, linemen occupying those guys so those guys can flow and make tackles. I mean, they're, they're virtual strong safeties yeah. um, uh, from the, the era of the players. 1980s. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the defensive line for the Steelers, especially in – run defense, as you mentioned, that to me is a key, key, key to Sunday afternoon. I mean, I think every team starting this week is going to play the Steelers the same way, is we want your base 3-4 on the field. We don't want six defensive backs flying around that I don't know what their responsibilities are. I think every team's going to try to keep the Steelers in as heavy a personnel as they possibly can. Or, you know, do what Seattle did. Hit them in the nickel. Mm-hmm. And then just pound it, um, because to me that that's also you know a recipe for uh, success. Because yeah, I agree with you, Matt. If um, you know you have those athletes running around, uh, but if you're not if you're not putting the ball in the air, um, you know they're easy to push around. Then in in that personnel group, in my mind, mm-hmm. there isn't anyone. You know, if you have two defensive linemen on the field plus your two edge guys, okay, uh, Watt and Highsmith, you have to deal with them. But if it's not Cam, what do you got? Yeah, yeah. That's and that's why I and he, can't play, he can't play 100% of the snaps. He just can't. No. You wear him out, he gets hurt. Then then you're really screwed. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a good recipe for success right now. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we don't know what's happening with Stefan it. We don't know when to expect that back. Obviously, when he does get back, he will be welcomed back with open arms. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, Bob, Matt and I have talked about, hey, if you're going to make a, a, some kind of deal or, or try to do something, that's the spot. That's the one spot on this team. Not the offensive line, not, uh, you know, anything else that anybody's looking at. Another 300-pound defender up front solves a lot of issues. With a little history of stopping the run. Yeah. You know, a power player. Take a double Yeah, I mean – that sounds good, uh, right. but I don't know that there's, one. there's one of those defensive lineman trees growing anywhere <laughs> near high field where you can go over there and pick one off. Uh, and what are you going to? If you do, what are you going to? Uh, if you do find one, let's let's just pretend you do find one. What do you have to give up for? Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, you know, again, it's it's nice to talk about, fun to speculate about, maybe dream about. But in reality, you know, they don't have any money to pay a guy uh, and they don't have any real capital to give away to acquire him. And, I, I, you know, I just don't know that there are any beyond can you pay for him 
salary-wise and or in a trade-wise, uh, can even find one. Uh, because who has extra of those? No, I hear you. You know what I mean? That's that's like, again, you know, one of you mentioned uh, offensive line help. You know, who has extra of those? No, nobody. Zero. Yeah. Ex- right. Right. Teams don't even have enough for themselves, let alone extra. No. I mean, I know there's a quarterback issue looming, and I'm not here to talk offseason, but it wouldn't shock me at all if they take a defensive lineman very high next year in the draft. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, you know, again, um, Carlos Davis was a spare part when you had Tuit and Alualu. Now, I mean, he's a, he's a guy where, you know, you put him on IR and it hurts. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, I, I, you know, I just don't know about Tuit. I, I just don't. I mean, I'm not uh, – it just doesn't – it doesn't seem – right to me that there's going to be any um, uh, soon resolution to this because it doesn't seem to be a um, an incline of progress being made. Um, so, I don't know. I'm pessimistic. Yeah, the, the no news is good news it's, doesn't seem to apply here. We see flashes no, of them. You see, you know, there were, there were – I'm not giving anything away here since there were photos taken of them two weeks ago. Uh, you know, out running around on the field, uh, you know, with the trainers and things of that nature, but it doesn't seem like it's imminent. And, you know, Mike Tomlin was asked about it Tuesday and said, you know, he's progressing, but they, they're still not putting a timetable on anything. Mm-hmm. Right, and there's nothing that – here's the other thing that usually would happen if there was anything imminent or even getting into the neighborhood of being close to imminent. There, there might be some leakage of um, – you know, some prognosis or, you know, putting a, even if it doesn't end up being true, throwing out a timetable. I mean, we haven't even heard, you know, a two to four week thing with to it yet. I mean, they're not even that close to where it seems to me anyway, they're not even close enough where they can guess to how close they are. Um, and that's why, you know, it just doesn't sound to me like um, there was anything on the, on the horizon that, that's going to change with him. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not going to say he's out for the season because I don't know that. I don't know anything about it mm-hmm. one way or the other. But I'm just saying based on the way these things usually have worked in terms of a return by a player of this significance, you hear more things about it once it becomes um, closer to, you know, closer to getting close. And, <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't even know if they're close to getting close yet. Yeah. Our guest has been uh, Bob Labriola, editor of Steelers Digest uh, and Steelers.com. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Bob, we appreciate your time as always. And, uh, well, I guess I won't see you. You're, you're not going to Cleveland, are you? <laughs> Does that answer your question? Didn't question? think so. But I'll, well, I'll, I'll run into you next week sometime. How about that? Absolutely. Okay, we'll see you, Bob. Uh, We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more on Steelers Nation Radio right after this. On the arm of Perry Bradshaw. From Bradshaw and the Steel Curtain. Ben Roethlisberger putting on the show. To Roethlisberger and Blitzburg. You're listening to SNR. 
Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Fire. 